the Academy Award for Best Picture. La La Land. Warren, what did you do? I want to tell you what happened. I opened the envelope and it said, La La Land. I wasn't trying to be funny. And the Oscar goes to. And the winner is. And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. I can't do this. Sure you can. Who knows, you might like it. It's a killer rush. Buddy, this is your fucking wake-up call, man. I am an FBI agent. I know, man, isn't it wild? <laughs> but you know, that's what makes it great, Johnny. We can exist on a different plane. We can make our own rules. Why be a servant to the law? Fucking A! I love this fucking job. Fucking A! Ah, can you get more 90s than that? Fucking A! What is fucking A? Does anyone know? It's great. uh, It's great. What does the A stand for? Fucking A! I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, everything's A. Yeah, like A-okay. A-okay. Fucking A-okay. I get chills even even then listening to that. I, I, I love it. I just love it. It's a great film. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, welcome, everybody, to episode two of Where's Warren Brady When You Need Him, the summer series where we get to choose the movies for the, the next three episodes. And, and what a gnarly, bodacious movie we have for you today. Listen to that 41-year-old man <laughs> trying so hard to pull that off. I mean, our generation picked that up off of the Ninja Turtles, right? We, yes, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. And yeah. that, it wasn't, Bodacious wasn't in Point Break, but they kind of, anytime you see something about Point Break, and I have looked it up clearly for today's episode, yeah. um, there's always those sort of terms because it's like yeah. a cool thing to write. Yeah. Bra, hey bra. Hey bra, hey. <laughs> Fucking hey. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, you've heard the wonderful voices already. It is time to introduce the other important people of this podcast. It's our hello to our own Bodhisattva. It is Lizette. How are you, Lizette? I'm very well. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Now, now Bodhisattva, I, I look at what it means. It's a t- I'm sure you're – do you already know? I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your interpretation of it? Well, the Bodhisattva is a, a guru. Okay, oh, yes, yes, guru. yes. Yep. There, there's also uh, the Bodhisattva. Tree. Yep. So the, the gurus would sit under the Bodhi tree and meditate for hours and hours and hours. Yep. You give me your Bodhisvata understanding. Well, no, I can only give you what I've taken off the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, says here it, it is a Buddhist religion meaning an enlightened being who, out of compassion, foregoes nirvana in order to save others. The Bodhi part means wakefulness. Right. Which I think is you, right? I try to be awake. Thank you, Danny. Yes. Waking every day. <laughs> and, and, how, and how are you, Zeddy? You all good? I'm pretty good, mate. Yes. Um, since we last met, though, I have had the starts of a crown on one of my teeth. Oh, mm. expensive. Oh, fucking <laughs> yeah. expensive. It's, my not, it's like really? when uh, oh. you go to a mechanic. Or you go to a dentist. They just go, look, it's it costs this much. This is much. what's going to have to happen and this is what you need to pay. Yeah, and there's not really any way of getting around it, is there? No, and I mean, they could be swindling you for everything. However, let me just assure you, I had five needles <gasps> for no. the starts of this big tooth operation. Did they, what, do they put you under? Does that happen? No, I said what, to what? my dentist, can you just, just put me to sleep for this? And I thought it was going to be a root canal. This was going back 15 years. So I had a very big feeling done and unfortunately the remainder of what my tooth is there is probably cracked well and truly under oh everything God. and that's where I'm getting pain now. Yeah. And so five needles for them to numb the actual sensitivity that my body was in. Shit. I was in power mode wow. to not want to be wow. numb for this. It's a... Uh it's a tough one, isn't it? It I mean, is. You've got to look after your feet, look after your teeth. That's the things feet you and teeth. Like, you know, and <laughs> what do you have to do with what do you have to do with your feet? No, you look after them, Phil. It's important. We need. Yeah, them. they oh. they carry you. Yeah, and they teeth carry is you, mate. So important. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm glad. But other than that, I am very well, thank you. Good, good, very good, happy good. to be here. Fantastic. And Philip, I was going to try and associate you with one of the characters of Point Break. Sure. Mm. And, and so sorry. Hang on. Yours was the Patrick Swayze. Is well, that, that, he's Bodhi, right? He Bodhi. is Bodhi. Okay. Okay. And I mean, I don't think he does a very good job of 
being a body's farter, right? Well, no, he's got a. Uh, well, we'll, we'll get. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll there. Yeah, open. we'll get into the. But, but I don't think I'm definitely not the extreme challenger like uh, like Patrick Swayze's body is. But that's okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but who would you we associate with you? Oh, I tried, who? and I was going to go uh, Gary Busey, but I was going to go. No, that's just yeah, I'm Gary Busey. That's <laughs> me. That's me. I've always like got my hand on Keanu Reeves' shoulder, going, "You should learn this trick." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, Why okay. don't you take up surfing? Yeah. Well, how well, old was Gary Busey in this movie. Oh, I got I a know. feeling. He's oh, not you know, that he old. was the only one that I didn't look up because Keanu was twenty-seven. Yeah, which now oh fifty-five. God. And but Patrick was thirty-nine. <laughs> Younger, th- really? You're not 39 yet, are I'm you? I'm not 39. Okay, so he was younger than us, and he I'm saying good to Mel, 39. Do you think? Yeah, I think, I so. think he looks old. He does. It's only because he's hanging out with a bunch of 20 year olds. Oh, that's maybe where that's maybe it. Maybe kind of went. Oh, he's yeah. Just only a, this is only like three years, uh, three or four years after Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Where but he didn't look that old teenagers. in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, Dirty well, Dancing. That's a good point. Around that time, we got Dirty Dancing. Then he did uh, Roadhouse, Ghost. and then there was Ghost. Yep. Which was actually before this. Which was, I was it before this? Yeah, it was. Ah. Uh, in 1990, the and then this was 91. And this ah. is like, uh, if I may say, this is probably his last big film. Oh, this was the oh. end of the, the Swayze. Well, that, that was run. that was a big solid couple of years, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, he was on top of the he, world. For like I, I five do years. remember we're we're getting right into the yeah. um, the actors here. He made a kind of a, a steep comeback with Donnie Darko, if you remember. That's right. Oh. So he hadn't he'd kind of been missing for but a little while, and he was the teacher yeah. in Donnie Darko. He did a couple of uh, dramas, and they didn't actually sit well. There was a doco on him recently. And oh, uh, yes. He, yeah. I've, I've got it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah. It he made a big comedy, I just remember, with uh, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks oh. for Everything, Julie Newmar. With it wasn't a great w- film. Who was that with? No, I never heard oh, of that. Uh, he, it was he's a, a drag a queen. He yeah, plays a drag queen. It was a big Priscilla ripoff. Yeah. American Priscilla ripoff. Oh, dear. And it was like big budget, big names, didn't do well. No, okay. it didn't. Well, this movie did well <laughs> in my world. <laughs> And what is the movie we're talking about? Well, of course it is Point Break. Uh, I've, I think I've referenced this movie several times in the 50 episodes that we did. Uh, just any <laughs> chance I can get. Uh, look, it's fair to say I liked it. I want to tell you, we want. I want to hear what these two amazing people, Lizette and Philip, have to say about this film because it, I don't know how you're going to go. I mean, are you going to destroy it from me? I don't know. Is it going to, oh, look, you've both gone silent. That's all right. Let's go into synopsis. And actually, because it is, the film that I love. I don't want to bias it or anything like that. So, Lizette, actually, you're going to do the synopsis today. I am. Let's do this. Okay. Point break. After a string of bizarre bank robberies in Southern California, with the crooks donning masks of various former presidents, a federal agent, Johnny Utah, Keanu Reeves, infiltrates the suspected gang. But this is no ordinary group of robbers. They're surfers, led by the charismatic Bodie, Patrick Swayze. Swayze! Who are addicted to the rush of thievery. But when Utah falls in love with a female surfer, Tyler Laurie Petty, I'm raising my eyebrows, who is close to the gang, it complicates his sense of duty. Yeah. Why did you raise your eyebrows at Laurie Mm. Petty? I quite like Laurie Petty. Mind you, though, they kind of looked a little brother. Sister. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll okay, get to we'll that. Let's not do that. We'll get to uh, that. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. 91. 91. Uh, two hours, two hour film, yeah. solid length of time. Yeah. Solid um, length of time for this Catherine kind of movie. Bigelow? Bigelow, yep. yes. Film um, at the time, I guess, was writing with, uh, was she with her then husband, James Cameron? Oh, is yeah. that who she was married to? He was to the producer, this. wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, right. um, but she directed a few movies before this, and she had a, she's had a long, successful career after this. Yes, yeah. Um, but there was talk of sort of Ridley Scott coming in on this, but she got the gig, and I love it. Let's go into what go <laughs> I'll, on. I'll, I'll tell you. But let me be clear: positive reviews, as we found out, are not really particularly interesting reviews because they're not. I like it when people kick off, and uh, but I love this movie, <laughs> and I I thought about what I said last week, Philip. I um I said to you that I'd watched it. A hundred times. Oh, and what did <laughs> I say? Did. No, you and didn't. You did it, yeah. You <laughs> disagreed. It was a bit of an overbite because okay. I would say I watched it, I've watched it about 50 times. Okay. Half of what you said. Yeah, half of what I said. And Are the you going to think back and yeah, realise that maybe bad. you only <laughs> seen it 20 really times? <laughs> I felt bad about it. Hey, I felt like you, I'd lied to my friends. If you want to say you've watched it a hundred times, I support you. No, it's But that's what like we say, isn't it? We, yeah. oh, I've watched it hundreds of times. The reason why is because at this time, uh, I must have been about 13, 14, I worked in a video shop at the time. Yeah. And so I got it out 
probably every weekend or every second yep. weekend for uh, at least 18 months. Did you get it out for free or did you yes. have to pay? Oh, yes, free. never Freebies. paid for it. Free access. And I was, That's you know, awesome. I was 13-year-old Danny in Perth and I was, uh, I guess I was a bit lost at the time and didn't know who my friendship groups at school were. And then I found this film and I just wanted to be part of that group. That surfy group blew my mind and I ended up just going to the beach constantly. I still can't surf. I've tried hundreds of times. It's really <laughs> fucking hard. It is It is really, hard. really, really good I, at robbing banks. Uh, <laughs> we won't Daddy go can there. do. We won't go there. If I sta- if I stayed in the East End of London, I probably would have gone down that road. But I, I didn't, and I and I wanted to be on the beach, and that's what I did. Sure. So anyway, I uh, this film obviously means a lot to me, and because of that time, I associate that childhood memory, and I and I get chills from the the minute it starts to the to the the bit where you know the slow orchestra at the beginning with the surfing shops to. Keanu Reeves throwing his badge away on a fake Bell's Beach. I <laughs> I love it. Yep. I really do. Why I did he throw his... Oh, we'll get to it. But why did he throw his... I don't know. Badge away. I don't know. Like I thought he liked being a cop. Yeah. He was done. Oh. Well, look, uh, I think it all comes back to... There's some really key, key components for me for this. Obviously, Catherine Bigelow, it, it, she created, for me, the feeling. It is a feeling and it has soul and it has purpose. And, it, and it, you can almost... I feel like you can almost taste that water. You can feel that sun, and it feels so Los Angeles, obviously. And I, I, you know, I just think, and obviously Patrick is is a heartthrob. He looks amazing in it. Keanu, he's not the greatest, <laughs> but he does the job. How does he do the job so well? I it's, like it's Keanu. Such I'm a big fan of Keanu. Can I say? We'll kick into that, but I think the storyline for me is simple. And even reviewing, I think you remember you saying last week, Lizette, like watching a movie that you love, reviewing it is such a different it experience. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, I was thinking the same thing. Maybe this is shit, right? You know, uh, but well, we're looking at things a little bit differently than just for the entertainment value and memory of. Let's put on point break, yeah, you know, and let's yeah. watch those the, the waves roll in and, and oh. Johnny Utah do what we know he does. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but when Utah. you're watching it as a reviewer, the way you have to articulate and yeah. talk about it, but it, it is it, a little different. In terms of movie making, I don't know why it has had such a huge impact on my life. It's such a cliche story, isn't it? Good cop with a bad, bad cop. Yep. He gets hassled by bully cops. Yep. He meets a group instantly. He seems to meet the out of all the surfers in Los Angeles. Yeah. Then he's almost s- solved the crime halfway through by yeah. meeting up with Anthony Kiedis and all those other guys. But no, that's not them. Yeah. Then it gets to the big finale of anyway. There, it's it's problematic. It's problematic, and I wouldn't. I'm not going to say it's the perfect movie. I have indeed, in preparation for this podcast, watched the newer one, the 2015. Oh. Did you, had you not seen that? No, I hadn't. Oh, um, had Edgar Ramirez as, as Bodie and an Aussie actor guy called uh, Luke Bracey as Johnny Utah. Don't know who they are. And the only reason I'm saying it now instead of later is that it does not have the soul that this film no. has. It doesn't have the charisma. It doesn't have the color schemes. It's just it's like a GoPro ad. Yeah. You know, skydiving and, uh, and anything they can do extreme sports doesn't have that feeling on, and the soul of yep. so for me uh, all of those elements combined with the 90s with the fashion with the you know i was billabong wearing undercut pimply face danny lost and i found sure. it in point break i found <laughs> who i was in point break and it sort of shaped who i was and the people that i hung out with from that point that's my review i'm, I'm a very big fan i'm a very big fan and, and i'm prepared for you to shatter that dream immensely so we are not here to shatter your dreams danny <laughs> well well no you, we're not if no. you do i feel bad about yes last week when i i said about heathers wasn't my favorite and I, I, you oh took it well. no but it's not everyone's favorite totally i totally get that it's a very very quirky yeah dark mm. Film, hey, and next week I'm presenting a film, and I think, uh, well, we'll get there, but I reckon <laughs> yeah. uh, you two are in for a real <laughs> trip. Yeah, we'll see how we go with that. Who would like to go first? Lisette, go oh, for me. it. Oh, me. Okay, yeah. sure. All right, Lisette, what do you think of Point Break? Well, I kind of think you may have an idea that I I had seen this film, and uh, like you, I could very, very easily say I've seen it hundreds of times. This is Hundreds of times? Yeah, probably not hundreds. <laughs> this is one of my favourite oh, yes. favorite films, <sighs> 90s. Um, I too wanted to be part of that gang, but yeah. I wanted to be Johnny Utah. Yes. So I wanted to be the cop. The undercover cop is the undercover set cop. to bring him down. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I love this film. I, I totally agree with you, Danny, that there's so much spirit in the camera shots, 
the colouring, the music, it's pretty fast-paced. Like I'm, I'm watching it and I'm thinking it does move quite well yeah. for a two-hour film. However, we've only seen one bank robbery and, and I'm trying to kind of piece it all together. I'm thinking, okay, well, there's only one bank robbery because what we learn is that they only stay in a certain area yes. for a certain amount of time Correct. and then yep. they pick up and they rob another bank and they leave. Yep. And they go somewhere else. To another beach. Yeah. Um, I, I did have a bit of a giggle, which I'd not really ever realised before, that Keanu being the young... Um, young what did it full, what, of calm. full of calm. That's it. I, I had forgotten that, that line, actually. <laughs> Recognises or realises that he, he had got the wrong guys. Well, he knew he'd got the wrong guys in, in the Anthony Kiedis yep. group. When the surfer flashed his ass. And yep. Utah was like, oh. The penny dropped there? Oh, exactly. The penny dropped on a tan line over someone's bum? Other than the guys that he's been hanging out right, with Right, that a he can't weeks? work out that well, these guys are. I think we'll get to this. Not, not, <laughs> they're not. They're not great. They're not good guys. You know, they're, they're not. No, they're nice I, enough. Feels like he's seen all of their asses. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know we were going to go there. We will. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was one of those funny moments that I kind of hadn't really yeah. thought about it's before. Weird. It's weird. Um, but you're right. It's got a very traditional, that classic good cop, bad cop. Don't like the new guy we're put with. He's got to earn his stripes. It's done you know. before, hasn't but this it? Is, this is an intense version of that story. <laughs> where every time he goes into the captain's room, that guy, he is screaming. He's eaten alive, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's still holding on to his surfboard. Yeah. He, and it, yeah. yeah. He brings the surfboard into the office, which obviously isn't going to go down well with the captain. No, clearly. the captain Exactly. Has got, like, you take a surfboard popping. anywhere, to be honest. It's a yeah. pain in the ass. They're big. They're right. Yeah. That's right. But that captain has like veins popping yeah. from the very first yes. second he sees anybody. Yes. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> the, the part where I don't like Utah is when he lies to Tyler. And I know that he's lying to her yeah. when he says, you know, my parents died in a car crash. Mm. He's, underco- he's undercover. Co- he's yeah, I, I guess down. you see that. Um, your integrity. Um, you know, he, he's got a certain amount of integrity that he needs to keep, but he lets that go to get the girl. Yeah, it's it's a it's a dick move. It uh, is. But he's, he's a cop, undercover, as you said, although using his own real name. Name, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but isn't it because doesn't he doesn't at He's first, a quarterback. Doesn't he get called out? Doesn't Patrick Swayze go, hey, that's Johnny Utah? Yes, but, but he's a quarterback. But he's that's a also his cop they, name. They, yeah, oh. but they know him as Johnny Utah, the quarterback. That's why he ran him out and got yeah. him in the ocean because It's a bit like the way James fast. Bond is meant to be undercover, but he's always giving out his name everywhere <laughs> he goes. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but he's meant to be undercover. Anyway. But yeah, overall, Enjoyed my the review is A+. Plus. Enjoyed I the ride. I love this film. And on the remake, I did not like the remake at all. Oh, it was fucking so bad. So bad. Any of those cheap remakes, are any of them good? Sure. I don't know if it was cheap. No, yeah. this was not it's cheap. It's just a but bad it, it, remake. You know, they tried, they tried, even with the final scene, they tried to do that and it failed. They yep. tried many other extreme sports. It just did, yep. it failed on every level. And I felt sorry for the, the actors in it because the script sucks so hard, yeah. so hard. Um, anyway, Philip, what are you going to say <laughs> about this? Let's um, do it. Well, point break. Okay, I come to this movie as... A, a traveller from a foreign land who doesn't understand the local customs and the local ways. <laughs> so when I was a kid, the ads used to come on and they used to go 100% pure, pure adrenaline. adrenaline. And I thought, that's, that's my main memory of the film is those ads from when I was like uh, nine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've remembered those to this day. And as I was watching it, it did actually occur to me, oh, I think I've seen this before. I like... Yeah. I had no memory of watching yep. it before, but as the events were unfolding, I was going, oh, okay, I think I... Okay. So, anyway, for the first 45 minutes or an hour, I thought, what the hell is this crazy movie? This is this, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. In a good way or a bad way? In a, I was interested. Confused. It, <laughs> I was never a fan in the late 90s of all those Michael Bay movies. All the people I knew were huge fans of those sorts of really testosterone-driven films. I never was. This is like, has a, the kernel of one of those sorts of movies. But I do think there is more going on with it. And then about halfway into the movie, I'm starting to think, oh, I'm quite like this movie. And then, <laughs> and then as the plot sort of, all, all of the setup of the plot in the first 45 minutes, which is crazy, which is a guy going... If we're going to catch these bank robbers, <laughs> you've got to learn to surf, surf to be able to I know. compete. 
I within know. a month. And I'm thinking, well, that's impossible. That's no <laughs> one can just learn to surf within a month and then no. be good enough to fit in with a gang. That is impossible. Exactly. Uh, unless you're Johnny Utah. Unless you're Johnny Utah. <laughs> so, but, but by halfway through the movie, as the plot starts twisting and turning, I'm starting to go, oh, now I'm quite interested to see how this turns out. And I don't know how this is going to turn out. And I, so all of a sudden, so I was gripped. Wow, cool. So I was gripped. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, my goodness. The final <laughs> scene, well, I don't want to give away spoilers, the final scene, not a fan of. But all this, the build-up to the climax and the finale, I, I was actually getting very involved in <laughs> and it. Was, and you were I, quite I mean, it gets it more adrenaline the, junkie, though, doesn't it? It gets, And it gets more, but also... As you go along. But the characters get better because the, the tests to Johnny Utah's characters, character Increase. increases yeah. and increases and increases. And it's like... Is he going to go along with him on this case? Is he going to go along with him on this trip? And, and the, you know, and what is he? What is yeah. Johnny Vegas going to do? When Johnny is he going to Vegas. Place? Sorry, what's his name? Utah. Johnny Utah. <laughs> Johnny Vegas is a UK comedian. Johnny, Johnny New York. Yeah. Sorry, Johnny Utah. And I, and I was enjoying it. So by the time they're in that aeroplane at the end, and, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, what is going to happen? And I was, I was actually riveted. And then when he when again, spoilers, Patrick Swayze just launches out of the plane and then and then he's like, what is Johnny Utah going to do? do? Yeah. And he just launches after him without, without a parachute. A, without a, I thought this, there is something going on in this movie. Isn't yeah. it? Uh, so I, I, I was quite a fan, particularly of the second half of this movie. Uh, I think the movie looks fantastic. They do a lot of wide angle lenses, which make the, the characters in the foreground look smaller. And then the background, be it waves or sort of Mulholland Drive vistas of the city, they are enlarged so that the hot, there's like a wall of waves and then yeah. two people standing in front right, of them. Right, right, right. They do that a number of times. It looks great. The skydiving stuff looks great. Obviously, Patrick Swayze really jumped out of a yes, plane. Yes, he did. He's there's a couple of bits where he's used as a double there. Oh, yeah, sure. The, uh, sure. the hair changes quickly. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, as it does with some And body shapes and types yeah, shift. But, but there's that one it. great shot where, where Patrick Swayze is looking down the barrel of the camera. What does he say? He says, adios, amigos. And then he jumps backwards out the plane. And yeah. that is Swayze. And you can yeah. see that's him. And he, he when he's skydiving, he's, he's got the dancer's body, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, So totally. his legs are like absolutely flat but as like, a yep. Oh, right, yep. right. And that's Swayze. Yep. But I didn't know. He was, like a, he was like a 1990s. He was Tom Cruise before Tom Cruise. Oh, doing man. Oh, he's doing all of it. Yeah, I didn't realise. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I enjoy this quite a lot. There's a lot. Of a, there are a lot of amusing elements. It's quite a, uh, yes. you might say it's quite a homoerotic film. There's a lot of. My partner brought that up with me. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you just to sort of interject here, if you type in Point Brokeback Mountain into, <laughs> uh, into yeah. YouTube, and I highly recommend you do it, they have cut together all the scenes where anything remotely looks flirtatious between Bodhi That's and the whole and movie. Peter. Um, they've cut them together with the Brokeback Mountain theme. And right. it is the most homoerotic, most beautiful love story wow. between these two. And it's so, it just even looks, slow motion looks at each other. Highly recommend you. And there is constant references to jerking off. There's like 10 or 12 different lines of dialogue where they go, hey, jerk off. Why don't you go do this? Can we, why don't, can can we, we just jerk off and get on with it? And yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, why don't you all just <laughs> jerk off? And then we can all just calm down for a minute, all right? Yeah. Everybody just get jerk off. Get out of your system. Are we going to do system? this jerk And off. we can all just get on with our jobs. Because that police station is a toxic workplace. Yeah. <laughs> People, they're just getting into fights with each other all day long yeah. in every department. And then they're like, now you pick up some bricks off the bottom of a swimming pool. And you're like, what? what's going yeah. on here? I know, it's classic. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I, and I love an LA movie. I'm a big fan of Keanu. I'm not such a big fan of Patrick Swayze, but, you know. How dare you? Credit to him. But How? I mean. But what is it about you with Keanu? Because because he looks he looks like a dopey idiot, but he's not. That's the trick. Uh. He, you believe him all the time. He he has this way of delivering lines that sound wooden, but you believe him when he says it. A couple of mo- a couple of years later, he did another huge L.A. cop movie, Speed. Yeah, that was mm. only three Which I've never years. Seen that, <gasps> Danny. Oh. Danny, that's a great film. Danny. I know. I've got a feeling that the Fast and the Furious and all those and those are very similar to this. You've got a massive TV. <laughs> I promise you, hook up speed. And if you like Point Break, hook up speed and <laughs> just sit back. Do yourself a favour. Mind a favor. you, there's no surfing in speed. Just FYI. No, but Keanu's still acting very Keanu. Yeah, yes. Danny, he's you a would cop love again. Speed. You've got to watch <laughs> Speed. Okay. I I'll ask you the listener. Should I? Should I watch Speed? Okay. <laughs> I love telling people to watch Speed, but you've got to watch it. Okay. It is, you know, it's a bus movie. Okay, and people are like, isn't that the movie with the bus? 
Yeah, but you just got to watch okay, it. Okay, it I, I reckon it's... A, it a, has the the same percentage of adrenaline as Point Break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you selling and it? And that's 100. <laughs> well, uh, I enjoyed Point Break, yes. Excellent. Well, good. I usually chime in with my review here, but we are all done. That was... I, and I'm very surprised, to be honest. I was nervous bringing this to the table. Don't be it, nervous with us. Well, no, because, <laughs> you know, if you did shit on it, I would just take that on the chin, fair enough. You know, even talking it through now, I've never had a conversation with anybody about Point Break I before. I think, what, what well, film I've did we... Forrest Gump, I yeah, think, is one of your faves, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, sorry, and that was sorry Danny. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine, and that's fine. But Remember this is something that means that. a lot to me. Yeah. And, and, and as I said, it has uh, significance in my life, and I, I care about it, and I just I really enjoyed watching it again yesterday. Anyway, so now we all know what we think. We're all on a similar page, and I'm very pleased to hear it. I can relax. Whew. Let's have a little break. I'm really enjoying this tropical thing we're doing. Oh, um, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm really liking it. Even though that? we're in summer and it's the coldest day in December since uh, 2006, yeah, I just heard on the radio. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Well, yeah. there you go. Uh, hey, guys, let's have a little break. You guys have a little break as well. We've got some off the leash. I do have some off the leash on this. And uh, we've got some facts to give for you and then all the other bits that we usually do. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a minute with more. Where's Warren Bailey when you need him? I'll watch speed, Philip. I yeah, will. Yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah. God, the whole break, you've just been telling me. What speed? Same city. <laughs> same. LA looks even better in speed. No. Keanu's, you know. He's, he, he's a big guy. He's actually buffed yeah, up. because he's deactivating well, bombs. Okay, I'll promise to watch it. My first line that I've got here for Off the Leash, which I wrote during the film, is Keanu is a bit shit, isn't he? And... That his lines are delivered in such a stilted fashion that because his lines are done in a certain way, there is you can go to a, a point break live theatrical experience in America that travels around. And what they do is they get an audience member onto the stage. Yeah. Right. And that person plays Johnny Utah. Because the lines are so wooden, they make fun of that. And then basically all the other actors perform the story of Point Break around right. the with a, with a yeah. non-actor person who's yeah. never said these lines before. I would fucking love that. I would too. Sounds good, yeah. I do think Keanu's underrated. People like to slag him off, but people like to watch him in movies because he was in Bill and Ted, Parenthood, oh, great. I love Point that movie. Break. Oh, Parenthood, then, yeah. Then a few years later, The Matrix was like a huge yeah. comeback yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he disappeared for a few years. Now Nowadays he has those John Wick movies one, and they're huge. One of my favourites, which is a little... Indie is um, with own, River Phoenix, m- my, my own private, private Idaho. Yeah, right. ah. And that was kind of him kind of breaking out of that mainstream a, a little bit, yeah. you know. Um, uh, Keanu, actually, the guy is actually a really good guy, isn't he? Because he is. He, yeah. Apparently so, yeah. That's what was, we're there's told. There's photos of him and every time he has a photo with female fan, he doesn't put his hand around them. Right. There's a series of photos where he just sort of... I'm sure there's lots of ladies who would like no, him to put yeah. their arm around but him. 55, man, he doesn't look No, like he's bad. very he's humble great. though, isn't he? Like, very that's humble. what we're told. And doesn't He really lives like a very simple life and yeah. catches the train on the subway in New York and buses and... What was it? He was caught um, eating a sandwich on a park bench and they said he was homeless. Like, they just jumped on what, he's a good guy. whatever he's a good guy. They, they see to be just ridiculous. I'm pro Keanu. Uh, so, let's go into some weird off the leash here. When they go into the bank and he, Mr. Duggan, I don't know if you caught this, he goes, do whatever they want, Terry. And there's the, the bank manager just throws the keys at Terry and she has to go and open the vault. Yeah. <laughs> Which one opened the vault? Why would we never open the vault? And then all of a sudden, Mr. Duggan... Just throws the keys at poor old Terry. Yeah. yeah. She has to do all the hard work for him. I felt really sorry for Terry. Yeah. I wonder what's going on with the... Okay, so because it is a female director, right? Yeah. And she's and she's directing the most testosterone male-driven story. Which is not something I'm usually into, by the way. I don't really get into sort of male-driven... Right, right, know, right. See... But it means that she's she's not doing it blindly. She's got some kind of perspective on all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, as the director. Because you would think... To make a really testosterone male-driven film, you'd have a male director who's got no brain. But she <laughs> does have a brain. Yep. She's made a lot of great movies. Yep. So she knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? And she knows it, it's almost like it's a movie about the macho-ness getting men so driven by their macho-ness that it's almost getting them killed or is getting them killed. Yes. I mean, it's an actual movie about that. So she must have very strong feelings on that. That's a very that. good point, I, Philip. I think I, I do agree with you that obviously it's a testosterone-driven film yeah. with this adrenaline and this risky 
adventure that they want to take. But, you know, I think the testosterone side of things is a facade, even for Bodie, because there's a there is a gentleness to him and definitely Keanu. Like I don't see Keanu and Johnny, Johnny Utah as a <laughs> as Excuse a me, Johnny Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we automatically just call them by their actors' names, and that's not Keanu who is uh who's being a cop. It's Johnny. And <laughs> I think he he comes more driven with that male caring, a more sensitive type, even though he lied to Tyler. So I think Catherine Bigelow is is very, very clever. I agree with you that she's very, very clever. And, I mean, she's made a lot of, you know, male heavy, like the Hurt Locker is an incredibly um, bold choice for a, well, you know, here's, here's my conditioning coming in for a female director. That's exactly what we have been brought up to think, isn't it? That a female couldn't do that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, well, yes, unfortunately, yes. There, but but clearly she is incredible and she, oh. comes at it and she does put those little touches in. Yeah. There's, you know, even that, like I'm saying, the bank manager, Mr. Duggan, just, that's a touch, isn't it? To yeah, go, it's this guy with has like got that. no balls yeah. and so he's giving he the keys to, to this poor yeah. Terry. Now that's a, and that's a, it's just so subtle. Yeah. But that, I think yeah. it definitely comes and, from a, and a, a while director. we're on like directing and and camera like that chase scene is that not just one of the best chase scenes yeah, when they're running? Yeah, the first time they one of the they oh, used the like running the, um, one. Yeah, yeah the like gimbal. I mean, um, sorry, it was the first one of the first kind of times they'd used like a gimbal for. Now uh, I read that and I didn't quite understand what they um, were saying they did. So. So the gimbal is a heavily weighted tripod, uh, rather than using a dolly, which is putting the camera on uh, a thing. Train tracks type train thing. Tracks yep. And yep. getting that sweeping thing. Yep. It's a, the, the cameraman is running, running with right them. with them. Right. But because the, there's so much weight on the bottom it's, of it, it's and they're wearing a full kit. I mean, they're wearing counterweights. Yeah. And the weight of the video, the, the film cameras in the early 90s, they've got big film cans running. Oh, right. The, you know, there's no digital film. Yeah, yeah. of course. So this thing is as heavy as anything. Yeah, this through. was a, a new technology version of the gimbal. I know they've used them in chase scenes before, oh. but this was definitely a, um, a step forward. Right. Well, I, I think I did read that it wasn't Patrick running. And that, that wasn't, was a, wasn't. that he was, was a, a reason why oh. they kept the mask on the in, whole time. Yeah, he was in, he was <laughs> yeah. in Europe promoting ghosts. Don't, yeah. So they, the, um, <laughs> but the eyes. Which I kind of thought, eyes. why haven't you gotten, surely you're going to be able to run better and not be sweaty in that mask. But I guess there was All that right. other that other point of he doesn't know who I am, just he, he might not know who I am yet. I was getting confused in that area of the film going, does he, who knows who, who right, is. Right, right. And that's what's point. weird. And also just on a side, uh, when it's a different running style when Patrick is running on the beach as opposed to the, the, the masked man. Oh, uh, right. Different types of arm movements. Anywho, but you're right because there is a weird bit where they, they have l- the chase. They yes. lock eyes. They yeah. lock eyes and in the next scene, everyone's pretending that they don't know who each other is. But, I'm not, I, but I wasn't no, sure. No. I was going, ah. Are they pretending or do they not know? And But then it becomes clear, no, we do See, know. See, I think Bodie definitely knew who Johnny was, yep. obviously, because yep. we know because that it's Bodie. Because later he's kidnapped the woman. He's kidnapped yeah, the woman, yeah. 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 But uh, I think it, that was the lock eyes when Johnny mm. knew. Because Johnny's not in any sort of mask. He's not <laughs> hidden at no, all, no, is no. he? Which is weird. It's just a weird bit where you go, okay, because the next scene they're yeah. so friendly to each other but not. And you yeah. Go, well, Who you kind of think what? Johnny still needs to keep this uh, this undercover cop going for a little bit longer, just in case I yeah. I've kept my secret hidden. Are oh, there some classic, really shitty lines in this? You got <laughs> the uh, "I'm cold, so cold," <laughs> like on the plane. Oh, yeah, yes. your blood's running out of your body. You're gonna be dead soon. <laughs> but I tell you, I really like that. I like the idea. I liked the idea that this guy was dying in a plane. And they're like, we're going to get you out of here. This is going to go great. And Keanu's standing next to him going, this isn't going to go great. You're, You're dead. Gonna be dead. You're as good <laughs> as dead. And then pushing that guy out of just the plane. Yeah, yeah, He goes yeah. out of the plane, doesn't yes, he? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I actually liked that angle of going, he's just pushing a corpse out of a plane. Yeah, and then he's going to him to pull the, pull land the ripcord. Yeah, right. Somewhere and die or and he's going to be him. dead. He just took his bag and drove off. Yeah. Left his body there. What's the bit where uh, Bodhi says, come on, man, I, I hate violence. <laughs> you don't. You're really, no, really that's violent. Right. That really, Bodie, he's a prick. Yeah, and it, uh, uh, it was good because there are people out there like that who think that they're really like light as a feather and yeah. not really hurting anyone, yep. but they are. Yeah, and he's a good representation yeah. of that kind Is of it, person. Uh, Johnny Utah gets shot in the chest with a bulletproof vest. Um, does anybody know what a bulletproof vest is made of? Or oh. what? Or why it could stop bullets? No, but I, I've had I was, a I was police just to, bring it to the table. I don't know. I've had a police vest on, so Have I you? yeah, I trained 
to join the police force once upon a time and um, it's so heavy. I but bet it was, yeah. I don't know the answer to that question. No, that's great. If you do, <laughs> if you do know the answer, um, uh, I'd love to but know. But it was very I, heavy. I, it's, I'm sure it's Googleable. But um, <laughs> he Googleable. yells in pain. and you oh, think, well, Yeah, because it looks like he, he gets him. You go, oh, he's done. But Yeah, and but then he just takes it off. You go, oh, yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I don't was thinking about that. I was thinking about the that. The shock I, of it, maybe. Yeah, and like going, well, even if that just I don't know. I reckon if I had a bit, bulletproof. That'd be quite that's a problem, well, wouldn't it? What is it made of? Is it metal? Is it got metal I, in it? No, yeah. it wouldn't be metal. Oh. I don't think it'd be metal, would it? Look, I just If I had a bulletproof vest on and I was still shot, I think I'd possibly pass out and faint. I, I have a question about uh, Gary Busey. Oh, now, yeah. Wh- what's his deal? What's that guy's deal? He's he's the guy you get when you can't get Nick Nolte. Oh, right? my God, Phil. I was oh, just about to say yeah. I always get him and Nick Nolte confused. Yeah. They're but both he's kind of bad, like washed up, angry, disorganised, yeah. dishevelled LA actors. Yeah. But, then, but that's who they – you mean that's who they play? No. That's who they <laughs> play? Yeah. Both. <laughs> And Danny boxes. thinks that's yeah. who they are. They are. They always. Uh, Gary Busey's off the planet. I mean, he's wow. a weird dude. He's, a, he's angry and yeah. And, uh, but in this movie, he's like, well, for one, he's overweight, but not in a oh, he's over the hill kind of way, but just like in a right. You haven't looked. You have not looked after yourself. <laughs> no, just to, to this movie. Maintain. Cop- he's had too many of those, uh, those sandwiches. Yeah. Utah, oh, me too. the meatball sandwiches. He wants two meatball subs. I thought for a minute <laughs> he was tricking Utah. Because I thought, why is he so determined to get two subs? And the reason is because he's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> two well, subs. And when he comes back, he says, I wish I had three. <laughs> Doesn't he say that? He goes, I wish I, I, I should have got another one. Goes, yeah, oh, yeah. He, do, he's, he yeah. goes to buy one of them. He hasn't bitten any of them yet. And he goes, I wish I'd got three. <laughs> 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 and this is why he's the weight that he yeah. is. Because there's times. And see how you feel. <laughs> yeah. And he's undercover and he's supposed to be watching this car. Right. And, and I was, I was so annoyed at that part. And I had to try and remember back. Like there were little moments where they're in the car and I'm thinking, oh, they, I'm sure they rob a bank soon. And then uh, it starts to, yeah, like yeah. I remember to go, oh, that's right. Johnny goes to get the subs and, and they miss them miss going an in. obvious car screeching right. inside yeah. of What happened? Where, where's that Chevy or whatever it was come from? What Chevy? Oh, the one that it's you were laughing fault. at Calvin and Hobbs reading yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? he's got a newspaper open and the scene starts <laughs> and he goes, hey, I love Calvin and Hobbs. That's bad, that isn't it? Yeah, but he's just, he, no, but I mean, I believed him. It was like he'd never seen a comics page in a newspaper before and he was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> like so many jokes. I don't think that was actually, Gar- it wasn't scripted. Gary Busey was just sitting yeah. in a car Maybe. reading Calvin and Hobbs. Anyway. You know, I have got um, a little bit of trivia on some of the gang of Bodie, Bodie and the other surfers. Yes. So back in the day, I would watch lots of surf films, and one of my favourite films was called North Shore. Oh, I love that. Mark Ocalupo's yes, in it. Yes, he is in I it. I met him once. So there, did you? Yeah. Oh, I read his bio You're and so I stoned. loved it. Mark, oh, Mark Ocalupo. Ocalupo. Oc- anyway, uh, a lot sure. of the surfers in Point Break were in North Shore as I'm, I'm no doubt. Well. Uh, Catherine Bigelow, I've got, that's where we'll probably get to the facts. That's right. a good lead here. Uh, Catherine Bigelow cast several surfers who could act. Yeah, that was their, that that was their second job, wasn't it? Yeah, of. that was yep. surfers who could act. So everyone else had to learn how to surf. Uh, Keanu Reeves never surfed, actually still surfs to this day apparently. Patrick Swayze broke four of his ribs trying to learn to surf, but he was very good at it eventually. And clearly we talked about the skydiving. Laurie Petty had never been in the ocean before. Right. But really? Yeah. But the other two she guys... She obviously didn't, didn't live in LA then. Um, the, the There's two members of that gang and their names are Bo, Jesse, Christopher and there was another guy. John Re- Phil- These John are their real names? Philbin? Yes. Philbin, yeah. He's the guy who's in North yes. Shore. Yeah, Bo, yeah, Jesse, real names. Uh, uh, Bo, Bo Jesse, Jesse, Christopher and John Philbin, yep. the guy with the sort of uh, wispy moustache. He was the, both these guys were surfers. <laughs> the one who goes and it jacks up and your balls, man, your balls. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy I wanted to be, right? <laughs> And John Philbin's the other one who's a bit more kind of cool with the. the He's very tall and lanky. Yeah, they were were real surfers. And they both went on to have very successful acting careers. Yeah. Ah. So that was one thing. Um, Can I just say about that gang there? I was thinking, who is this? Look at this gang of Bon Jovi wannabes. Look. (laughs) Look, I don't know whether Patrick had the best hair. I must say, it's it's the first time he's ever gone blonde, right? It looked good at some points, but because he had the fringe, fringe. Cut, but when it was wet, it looked it really, looked really great. good. And the last scene, his hair looked awesome. And then also, they okay, so they the, the cops say there are thirteen hundred bank robberies last year in this county, and we stopped most of them. Yep, thousand. And, and I was thinking, well, 1,300, right? One, yes. Yeah. We managed to solve 1,000 of them. Or right, right, right. And I was thinking, 
What? There are 1,300 bank robberies in this county. That's crazy. <laughs> that's a lot. Well, that, that's that's, like, that's like Gotham City. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's a crime spree going yeah, on. So the producer, so. co-producer Rick King came up with the idea for Point Break. He was chilling out on a beach reading the LA Weekly and he, he was reading about a lot of bank robberies that were going on right. in LA, okay. in LA County. And he paid a guy called W. Peter Eilif yeah. who, uh, six grand to write this screenplay. Now this... Eilif uh, was waiting tables at the time and writing Point Break at night. But he went on to write Varsity Blues okay. oh. and Patriot Games. So oh. it all worked out. But if you see a picture of this Eilif guy, he is like 90s. He looks like Fred Durst with like the backward hat, <laughs> bad <laughs> kind of facial hair, LA He-Man. Wow. Uh, what up, dude? He's like that guy. Wow. Uh, um, but oh, he's made some money out of it. But yeah. uh, yes, a lot of crime. But That's didn't um, Catherine and James rewrite it? No, they were just involved in the actual production side of it and James oh. Cameron sort of did a bit on it. But then, okay, so you've got all these bank robberies. There. I guess that's pre-internet age because I'm thinking bank robberies in the modern era, let's say in this city, how many a year? Maybe none. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> yeah. Not like, that we're aware I, of, yeah. Have ever heard of a bank getting robbed in this day and age? No. Like, anyway, um, so th- these guys... They call themselves the ex-presidents and they always wear the masks whenever they do the robbery. Yep. So I was thinking of Home Alone where they're called the Wet Bandits. <laughs> and then remember they get captured at the end and the cops go, you left a calling card at every did. place. Now we know exactly They've where turned, you've they robbed left every single time. taps running, didn't right. they? Yeah. And then that's the problem with leaving a calling card when you're a criminal is it means that when they catch you, well, they, they know every way you did. Back date you, yeah. th- so I was thinking that about these ex-presidents. I'm thinking, no, you've just left. You've just told them every way you've robbed for, since the past. So when they oh, catch yeah. you, you, you're, you're anyway. You're done. Uh, I was thinking of the wet bandits a lot during this film. <laughs> Were you? I was thinking they should be called the wet bandits. Well, look, the scene where Utah jumps out of the plane, we talked about it, been tried and tested on uh, Mythbusters. They came to the conclusion that uh, Utah and Bodie would not have been able to free fall for 90 seconds from that height and they would not be able to have a conversation midair. Right, um, <laughs> they'd be going too fast. Yeah, there's no oh. way you could talk at that speed. And, uh, but I love the drama of it. It didn't feel realistic, however it looked realistic, but the idea of Keanu with no parachute sort of hugging onto Patrick Swayze with a gun to his head yes. going, pull the rope. Yeah, and oh, he's going. Yeah, no, you great. do it, and and they're just plummeting to the ground. I but thought it was very exciting. They said exciting. that they've tried and tested the theory that you know when he jumps out without the parachute, that you are able to catch up to someone if they are in a sort of neutral skydiving yeah, pose. Yeah. But you're coming at it like an absolute aerodynamic, bullet, right? So you you shut everything yeah, yeah. down. You will actually speed up. Yeah. The oh, opening scene of Moonraker is actually quite similar, where James Bond has to in the very opening scene, and it's and it's like a, a middle-aged Roger Moore. So the second he jumps out, <laughs> it's like somebody it's completely else. smaller and younger. <laughs> has to catch up to Jaws and take his parachute. The other actors that could have played these parts here, the film <laughs> came close uh, to production in 1986 with Matthew Broderick. Oh, as Johnny. Mm. Yeah, this was a strong contender for it the role. It could have been, why not? 86. Um, Johnny that Depp. That was Ferris Bueller time. Mm. Uh, the other strong contender was Charlie Sheen at the time. Oh, yeah. And Val Kilmer. Now, I can't... I'm presuming Val Kilmer is the Bodie role. Bodie, I don't know yeah. Where Charlie Sheen... Uh, Charlie Sheen is, is Johnny Utah, I'm not sure. But he was doing roles at that time where he was just like bland leading man. Like, I, yeah. I can see all those guys doing it. Yeah, all of those guys. Actually, that was it. They're all going for Johnny Utah. Ridley Scott was on in the list to direct. Mm. Um, however, that all fell through just touching back on the the new one that came out uh two of the actors that were part of the the, the gang are in the new one they are in the new oh. one as lawyers in the right i can't re- i honestly can't remember it that well uh, not lawyers they play actual cops at a big meeting to stop the the terrorists oh, right. it goes into terrorist it, yeah it's a I mean, little it's bit different isn't ridiculous. it ridiculous yeah but there are two of them there right. you just said you just said this new one's a little bit ridiculous now this movie is surfers <laughs> who are bank robbers <laughs> yeah who there's yeah. nothing ridiculous okay. about um, it <laughs> But they're both in it and have a lot less hair, much like I did. So, they, uh, and all the last thing I've got here is, although the final scene is set at Bells Beach, Victoria, the lo- it was not filmed there. The actual location was Indian Beach in Escola State Park uh, in Oregon. Oregon. Mm. Yeah, oh. which um, it clearly, if you've ever been to Bells Beach, and this is a, something that's happened to me personally. I, when I met Nat, my, my girlfriend, I said to her, well, oh, well, let's go down to Torquay. We'll go to Bells. And I said, I've actually surfed Bells Beach. And she was like, are you kidding? Bells Beach. And you s- I said, I surfed it. It was great. I actually stood up a couple of times. It was really good. And she went, well, wow. I, that's a fucking She's impressed. We got down to uh, Torquay. And I went, this is the beach. This is, this is where I surfed. She said, this is 
Bell Street Beach. Family <laughs> beach. <laughs> this is um, the waves are like two, two foot high. Yeah, and I struggled at best. <laughs> and you gotta stroke you got don't wanna hit the kids. No, so what I actually say now to people is, Oh yeah, I've sur- I have actually surfed Bell Street Beach. <laughs> 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 we went down there a few weeks ago and I was like, There we go, look at that. Uh, I, I looked that up afterwards because I thought it I thought you looked oh, one up, sorry. I looked up where the location oh. of the final beach was because I thought oh, maybe it right. was Australia because they did have Australians and then I was just wondering about the cops. Who oh, were who was it? No, it was Michael clearly. Phelps. I mean, yeah, it Phelps. Phelps. Oh, mate, yeah, that's hey, a big hey, one hey, out get there. Get the stick out there, mate. <laughs> like, that's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the two, obviously, American Aussie cops will get him when he comes back. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I twigged. That's when I twigged. That so why? Why did they get those oh, two guys? No. You got well, Phelpsy there. Yeah. I, I, that's that's what twigged it to me that they weren't in Australia. It's oh, because man. of that, that last And guy it looks nothing like, like Bell's Beach. No, it doesn't. Bell's oh, Beach okay. is, is not as It's not pretty. as deep down. Like, you don't jump off a cliff. Like, it's, there's no cliff type thing. It, oh, there right. is cliffs there, but it's, oh, not, it? it's not as green. Oh, right. Uh, it, there was very lush forestry around. It looked, looked great, but shit. Astoria in Oregon. I have been there. That's where they uh, filmed The Goonies. That's that kind of... Uh, oh, right. Yeah, it's all on a nice coast and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. But I, I plan to go to that beach. I'd like to go to all. I'm going yeah. to uh, LA next year, and I want to go to the location. Oh, you're gonna go to that beach? Yeah, you're gonna sure. ride the the 50 year store. Well, the actual Ooh. the actual surfing part of it's in Hawaii, but the beach. Oh, is, yeah. Now I, ha- I do have one question for us to kind of end with. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, then pause, go and watch it, and then come back and pick it up at this point. Do you think Bodhi died? Uh, it's been said that he definitely did. Like. I mean, I think that's why Johnny let him let him go out for one last ride. Well, that's right? why when they said they were bringing back in point, the point Break, then do a sequel. I don't know. I, even then, I'm starting to cringe thinking about how bad that would be like Hangover 2. You know, it's never as good as exactly. the first. Exactly. And, so well, hey, we don't have Patrick anymore. No, we don't have Patrick. Bless his soul. So, what, I was trying to think because the new one does go Johnny Utah and Bodie. It's, it's trying to do the same film. Right. Why not just go a sequel and then go, he actually didn't Did die, die right. in that. Did you think that... He died? I, I thought that I didn't like that last scene. Right. I, I liked it all the way to the end. And it you didn't like it because it was too open? I didn't like it because he, he lets him go. I didn't like that he lets let him, him go. go. And he goes, yeah. no, let him have one last ride. Like, why should he? No, shouldn't he be? But b- let's bring him to justice. No, see. Go, let me have one last ride. And he's like, no, clank. And right. finally has to live up to some yes, kind of responsibility. Yes, yes. Right. Instead, he gets away with it by going see, out one more time. I, I saw it as... Johnny is he's he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a kind guy, guy and he knows that Bodie's not gonna last this these waves. Yeah, but he shouldn't even get the chance to. It's like Bodie has uh, This is why now. you're Gary Boosie's character. <laughs> and this is, he, <laughs> but he also asks very aggressively, he goes, Come on, you girl, let me yeah. go. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you just say it a bit more politely and I'll I'll think about it. Like, yeah. please would be <laughs> you, nice. You no could go down right him. now, buddy. There's okay. no reason to let him have that last <laughs> dying yeah, wish just, no, because he's, not he's only it. been a prick the yeah. whole time. Well, yeah, he's but robbed a lot of banks. But it's not good into a movie, is it? Like, just to kind of walk him off. Uh, no, it, I, I would have liked it because it's Clink. like, let me do this one last thing. And it's like, no, now is the point where you've got to be live up and have some responsibility. I, I would have liked mm. it. It would have been like the final mm. going, no, your way of life isn't good. Yeah. And it stops I, I really like the way that they actually, the waves, the shots of the waves actually looked very, very scary. There was a couple of like shots of way out. These waves were big and thick and scary. Like you would so not So do you reckon they had to find a particular time of year to get waves? 50 that, years that, that bit? <laughs> 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 yeah. um, let's kick into the Rotten Tomatoes here. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics. Now the critics would have watched this movie and thought, um... <laughs> <laughs> So, what did they give it out of 100, Lizette? The critics gave it 91. 91. 62. Oh, 69, dude. Oh. Mm. 69%. What, do you it think the critics were lining up to watch Point Break? I don't think so. <laughs> Keanu and Patrick. Um, now, the audience. Oh. oh. It's been all fairly favourable today. Mm. What did the audience think of it out of 100, Lizette? 95. Uh, 91 79 Ooh. Ooh. Oh, That's a, their that's low, a low scores <laughs> Yeah uh, And I, I've never ever heard anybody say they didn't like the original Point Break No yeah, it's, it's hard I did, I'd say I did not like the first half 
and I really liked the second okay, half. Okay, well, that's I'll take that but as it, a yeah. But, it, but it, yeah, it grew on me, grew on me, grew on Fair me. Fair enough. Now, it was obviously 1991, and this is the part where we would usually compare it to the other uh, films in the, the category for that year. The winner for that year, 1991, was Silence of the Lambs, oh. which, was a, which was a great film. Yeah. Um, and also in that category was Beauty and the Beast, which we've mentioned. Bugsy. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Bugsy, uh, gosh. War- is that Warren Beatty film? Yeah. yeah. JFK. And oh. Never seen JFK. Oh. Oh, it's stone. epic. It's yeah. like one of these theories. Very long oh. movie. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the dear. Prince of Tides, which is... Oh, I've not seen that either. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, uh, I have one more question about Point Break. Yeah. Gary Busey. Okay, he puts he puts Keanu Reeves undercover, right? As a surfer. Then he starts wearing surf clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is he doing that? He's hanging. Oh, I know. And so when he's got, he's got like big board shorts and a big yeah, like and his Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt. No, I like, love it when you're he. You're not undercover. You. I love he, it your when he, is. he realizes that Johnny's missing in that time where you know he's been beaten up yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, and then yeah. he runs into him because oh, uh, Bodie's saying, "Just keep walking. Just keep walking." Hey, man, did you see a kid run? Pass here, yeah, man. I think, and you might want to check out those guys. Like he's. It's, it's a great. bit. It is a it's great a good bit. bit. Yeah. Because you just go, oh, no, they've seen yeah. each other. Um, but great movie. That is everything I've got and everything we've got on Point Break. We have covered it. We've pulled it apart. We've actually gone way more than I expected. And I loved every <laughs> single second of it. So that brings us to the end of that one. Next week's movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we, as we said, we are basically choosing the movies. Lizette chose Heather's. I did. I've done Point Break. And you might already have guessed it from the social media, but Philip, what are you bringing? Okay, look, we've <laughs> each brought a classic. I think we can agree. Yes. And that's why I've brought the 1984 classic, Trances. <laughs> I know this movie actually as Future Cop. That's what it said on the cover right. when I got the VHS now, 15 is this, years ago. Is it Future Cop sounds like Robocop, it, does it? It does, yeah. It's got a bit in common with that. Uh, it, it is a very low-budget sci-fi film from the mid-80s, right. made for a very small amount of money to very little success. But I enjoy. I reckon I have seen this about ten times. <laughs> ten times? Uh, More than that? Uh, uh, well, I've shown it to several people, and I've seen it on my own a few times. So uh-huh. if you add it all together, it must be coming near ten. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay. But it's, okay. An, it's an, look, it's another L.A. movie. It's got L.A. Oh, good. In it. Yes, yep. yes. And it's got some Helen Hunt in it. And look, I, I don't want to say too much more. It's a mysterious movie and we'll right. get into it next week. Okay. Well, look, <laughs> uh, we'll see what we're in for. I mean, the we know you, feel We know and love you. You might want to do a crossword while it's on. I'll <laughs> warn you of that. Well, we'll see. I, I can, can only hope for the best. I don't know what to think. We'll see how it goes. Just a reminder too, our Christmas special, we need oh, you yeah. to vote for our Christmas special movie. Yep. Um, Where do people vote? It's uh, I would say the best way to do it is on Twitter at WWBWYNH. We we can't wait to do that. That's going to be a big one for us. Christmas coming up very very shortly. Already the trees are going up. It's all starting to happen around the world. Uh, it's still very early. I did all my Christmas no, shopping yesterday. No, it's not. Really? That's just yeah. it. You'd every uh, I say December is one of the quickest months that happen because every day that goes by, you've got one less day I to know. do what you need to do. Well, there you go. Well, it is <coughs> countdown. And we can't wait to do the Christmas special. We've still got Philip's episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, the way, sorry, before we go, I have one last question about Point Break. Yes. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I forgot to say <laughs> the last This is an hour and a half episode. Right. Yep. Right. This There's a 50-year storm, right? Yep. What? There's no such thing as a 50-year storm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't predict the weather 50 years in advance and then have it be accurate on the day. That is ridiculous. That is That storm doesn't come by every year. It comes by once every 50 years. plot point convenience yeah. for oh you. And, and we're just expected to buy into that. But if you think about it for a second, you go, hang on a minute. You can't predict a storm on a certain day. You can't even predict when a volcano is going to erupt. Well, I guess they're happen. lucky they didn't predict it in Melbourne because there is absolutely <laughs> yeah, right. no hope of them doing it in this city that we live in and we all love because right. we get four seasons in one day yeah. here. They tell us batten the hatches down and it's 25 degrees yeah, and beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, the only thing I can say to that is Swayze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's all I can say. Guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed this. I, all I need to say is, Vea con Dios, Lizette. <laughs> Bye, Danny. Adios, amigo. Philip. Adios, amigo. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with trances. What the hell is that all about? <laughs> and we will find out and let you know how we feel about it, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week for more Where's Warren Beatty when you need him.